0: I know I should be excited. I mean, it's good news, right? It is good news. I want to be excited. I should be excited. It is good news. Let's try to stay positive, Dan. Stay positive. Don't go negative. Um. <laughs> I don't know. I just want to have an opinion. Maybe that's all I want to do is have an opinion. My opinion is a, a $10 million future value fund launched in Columbus. Whew. I don't know, it doesn't say that much about that future, does it? I mean, the future is really going to be a $64 trillion sort of thing, if you think about it. But we're going to send 10 million. No, I get it. It's just the Midwest numbers are different than East Coast and West Coast numbers when it comes to attacking the ecosystem and really doing things. It is a 10 million... Uh, venture value fund, and for a lot of people that don't even have a million, that's a lot. And for the majority of us that you know are really working with less than maybe 65,000, it is a lot. So it does have the potential to go in places. Of course, I think about that fund, I think about how it breaks down. So, 10 million if they're gonna do it over 10 years, it's terrible. Hopefully, it's 10 million over five years, not something like. We're going to spend $10 million over the next 20 years. As people eventually land on Mars and Venus, we'll have our first innovative new spark plug company here in the Midwest. It's like, um, it needs to to be much more aggressive. A lot of ways, um, you know, for for a lot of people, $10 million is uh, fish water cash. It's just, it's, um... 10, minute, 10 million is what, uh, you know, is what, what, a quarter of what, what all Olive can raise in a weekend? I mean, come on. I don't know. It's, uh... <laughs> yeah, anyway. It's just that I just feel like it's a, it's a visual sort of stopgap remover to sort of let the town know that we're trying, you know. And I mean, it's good. It's important to do. So this $10 million fund this 10 million dollar fund probably has nothing to do with the state money that's coming in you know um i think the country is going to be you know biden's going to be spending between the covid bill and the the new infrastructure bill he's probably going to spend two to four trillion dollars on um really aggressively attacking the um the uh Meaning we have to do some massive infrastructure changes here in the country to, uh, to, you know, we're going to, it's going to be a field day. It's going to be a ton of stuff you got to do. There's going to be a ton of scams. There's going to be a ton of corrupt players, and there's going to be a ton of people trying to do the right thing. And there's actually a ton of people that actually need that money to actually make their business really relevant in the year uh, 2021, let alone 2025 or let alone 2030. Frick, guys. Freaking 2030 is, like, right over here. You know what I mean? We're supposed to be landing on Mars and shit, and you got what? You got some COBOL-based legacy system and pen and paper going on over there? Hello, disruption. You should actually all be in the grave right now, right? So there's um there's some big stuff going on. So, you know, I expect the Midwest to do more than, uh, than this. But this is, like, I get this. This is a... Uh, I know what this is. This is a $10 million fund between Ohio State and Rev One. Um, <clears throat> there's lots of ways to look at that. Another way to look at that is to, um, to see this as $10 million of actual OSU money that Rev One will manage. And why is that? Because OSU probably can't really manage its own money for its own funds because it's a biased thing and there's a bunch of other complications. So Rev One will be the steward of the cash and sort of stewardly flow that cash into the respective startups that need it. Um, and of course, that's what they talk about, right? So they're gonna, they're gonna put it um one expects to put, distribute the fund into 15 companies uh, with specific industry focus, for example, on digital health, healthcare IT, uh, HR technology, FinTech, insurance tech, data analytics, uh, enterprise, um, software as a service, and more. Now, what's really interesting here, this is an important thing to capture, is that, well, Rev1 and Ohio State are really seeming to aim this $10 million fund, right? Really at things that can be accelerated and leveraged and really, like, they can get traction. We know digital health plays this, like, it's it's a $4 trillion industry itself, and there's a ton of it in Ohio, and there's a ton of potential. We have a ton of problems here in the Midwest, we have a ton of potential, okay. Healthcare IT basically the same thing as digital health right except it's probably more infrastructure based but again um, there's lots of plays coming out of Ohio state and other things for this HR technology another big space that needs to improve. Um, actually there's a lot of cool crossover technology between digital health and HR um, so there's correlations there between like you know perks and services how do you keep employees sort of um you know optimize for their future health recommendations and you know you want to mitigate costs, you want to do that through you know data, you want to do that through understanding, you want to do that through culture. Oh, those all good. FinTech, huge, right? I mean this is a a, a huge space, um, massive potential. Um oh I see, it's not just uh, spin-outs from Ohio State but it does seem like there's some connection to highest State, I'm sure there is. I'm uh, sharing state and data analytics and enterprise software as a service. So again, they're going for everything they can like get going and get acceleration and go. What's interesting is while that's the focus of this kind of fund, right? And then they also, they also say things like spin outs from Ohio State are el- eligible to benefit with focuses on advanced materials, alternate energy, sensors, hardware, ag, and food tech. That's perfect. Uh, Those are all sort of the emerging areas, which I think are true. But I do feel like the state of Ohio, from a TVSF standpoint, that's the third frontier startup valuation fund, I think, Um, is that it's more, you know, typically the state's focus is more on patents, more on really protective territory when it comes to um, technology spin-outs. so in a lot of ways, if you have a patent and you have sort of a uh, a good notion of where the patent really helps you protect and convert and you have a product that can sort of potentially scale um, pretty easily, like if it's a molecule or a chemical or something like that, your, your notion of getting funding, I think in a lot of ways, especially if it's in the healthcare space, it's a done deal. You can probably get it. If you're specifically on the IT side of the equation, your business model has to be a lot more robust. Um, and the expectations of your notion of acceleration are wildly more present in that notion than, um, than the hard science. To me, a hard science play only makes sense for someone who's really thinking about the hard science future. And if you're thinking about a hard science future, you need a hell of a lot more money than 10 million, right? In fact, you should be thinking about you need a minimum of probably half a billion if you want to even play in hard sciences. Because you need a ton of cash to move those things around. But they have bigger, significantly larger impacts, for, some, for example, on climate change and other things, I think. Because you're supporting something that can go out there and, and be a building block for the infrastructure going forward. And you're probably going to be applicable toward the bills that come out in the space of um, infrastructure. That kind of stuff. So, it's not a bad fund. I just wanted a bigger fund. And I know that Rev1, to date, has managed over $100 capital. I get it. But, um, yeah, it's just, I don't know, man. It's like, it's like, it's like touching my finger, you know, and put in the wind. Like, do I feel any wind? I mean, I rarely feel any wind on that one. to feel more wind. But we're coming off of COVID, so it's going to be a little cautious at first. It's not going to be a full-on, like, here, give everyone a blank check. And they're gonna be learning a lot from PPP, right? They learned a lot from like who really used <coughs> PPP correctly and who who uh, exploited it, right? And there's a lot of exploitees, right? There's Trump running the freaking nation, and what he probably all had, he probably had all those sixty-five thousand, you know, shell companies that he has all apply for PPP for one degree or another, you know, some bullshit like that. Um, <coughs> so. You know, I think, you know, I don't, um, here's the thing with Rev 1. I don't want to give Rev 1 a hard time. They're really good. you got to remember what Rev 1 is. Rev 1 is sort of the, first, they're like the federation in town, right? They're the federation of planets and startups. You go to the federation, do you expect the federation to have a really kick-ass, you know, bar? No, you don't. You don't expect that. You know, you got to go down and hang out in the Romulan sector with, the other, you know, people who don't consider themselves startups, but they are startups. You know what I mean? Every city has a has a warden of its ecosystem. Um and our warden in this ecosystem is essentially Rev One. And and here's the thing, there's a lot of people in on Rev One that are totally fucking badass. In fact, really hard working kick ass people at Rev One. And they and they have to deal with their own perception issues and they know that. They know the perception issues they may or have. They may have collected from tech columbus i had the same thing when i was in commercialization i had everyone hated me all the academics hated me a lot of people hated me in commercialization they just didn't like the notion of the the group i was in or they were they were carrying baggage from the old brand right but that's fine because i wasn't commercialization i was Darren rockwell from Ohio state yes i work in the commercialization office but right now i'm your steward so I believe you. I don't even know what your idea is, but I believe you. Why? Because you have 38 years and, you know, molecular cosmonaut research. The hell do I know about that? Nothing. But odds are you know something, so let's hit, let's talk about it. You know, opportunity is a conversation. It's not a, a definitive direction. It's not a definitive product. It's a conversation. So if you want to build the future, you have to get people talking and you get a, you get a, you can get people hustling, and people have to go for it. And Columbus is hustling, and you need to put cash into it. So hopefully, this cash will get leveraged. Uh, I know for sure, since I'm working on about seven Ohio State startups right now, uh, I look forward to taking this cash. <laughs> Actually, no, Tom Walker will probably put a special. He'll probably put a special provision on me. He'll say any idea from Dan already has a certain amount of motion momentum to it because that guy is a hell of a guy absolutely tom that's what you should be thinking you should be thinking you know in fact what's interesting is if i look at the rev one portfolio i see 10 or more companies that i was a part of now they wouldn't necessarily note that but i know it because either it's a licensed deal that i did at high state or uh or i help people connect and, and do that and what, do i have to label that do i have to put that on my front door and let everyone know every five minutes who i helped no i don't need to do that why because i've got other shit to do i have a mission right so i think it's okay um i do want columbus uh, and to really swing with bigger numbers you know i'm kind of tired of the i don't know you know and then we then we always get in the conversation is it the west coast east coast and, you know, we're Ohio, we Ohio or matter it, it actually where you live doesn't really matter anymore. Your hustle really has to be, your hustles is successful. I think in a lot of ways less by your ecosystem and more so by the promise that you're, you're offering somebody. If your ecosystem can help, that's great. But the ecosystem on startups today is a worldwide web. It's everywhere and everyone can participate. Um, I think people that are, are working on an infrastructure biz that is more physical, they're much more dependent on the local area, um, and, and you know what? This is this is all the kind of things that the the people at Row One want. By the way, like if you're if you're if you've got the the gusto to go and find money in Montana and make it work, they want to know that story. They want to know why you went there. They want to know your hustle. For all you know, you'll find follow-on funding. You know what I mean? Just because you live in a state doesn't mean you're entitled to cash. You're only entitled to cash based on the direct momentum that you apply to it. Meaning that sh- all the stuff you do to make it work, all the stuff that, you know, either, either the lessons that you learned or all the advice you decided not to follow. You know what I mean? <laughs> I talk with students about that all the time. There's a whole group of students uh, I knew at Ohio State that all dropped out um, to one degree or another and they didn't drop out because um, they sucked. They dropped out because uh, they were so wildly more passionate about building a business and creating jobs and creating opportunities. And that's what they did. You know what I mean? They actually did exactly what the scene wants them to do. Uh, and yet the scene um, probably won't really recognize these folks uh, because maybe they're not in the right circles. And And that's what the Big Kitty operation is really all about. It's about leveling the play field of, of, of uh, people that probably should get credit, you know what I mean? Look, I'm not saying that Sean Lane doesn't deserve credit for all of. My God, his story, his whole story of the arc of taking that thing through, definitely well deserved. Definitely well deserved. Um, same thing with Root and other players. But there's a lot of people that we don't know about. Edenburger, we don't know about stories like uh, Ships a lot. We don't know stories about Jerky XP. We don't know the stories about um, um, God. There's just so many people that. Have, we um we need to we need to work on all the stories. Uh and Ben and all the tech life folks on here, listen, you gotta diversify the the megaphone. You know, and I think they do it to some degree. In a lot of ways it's it's sort of like what's your pool of influence and who you really are. is really what it kinda comes down to. What kind of message can you really send? You know. I'm still a huge champion of the person that just wants to try something. You know, and it, I'm just, I'm all up for that person. You know what I mean? And I, I know that passion, like I read a story the other day about how passion is really not the way to go. Like, passion isn't everything. Like, you gotta have a skill. I agree on that. You gotta have skills. And you just need to, you just need to fucking do it. You know what I mean? Um, we have to be much more aggressive, Columbus. Um, in a lot of ways, I'm resurfacing as um, the N2.0 I mean I've learned from the first startup I've, I've learned a lot from Big Kitty and now I'm going to do something new and it's going to be um, definitely part of the Kitty world Big Kitty is going to be a part of it and people don't know this but Big Kitty has uh, we have a venture arm we have <laughs> we have all uh we actually have equity in a lot of interesting plays. We actually take equity on startups that we um, um, that meet a certain criteria. Uh, mostly uh, sort of um, uh, make money in your sleep kind of, uh, criteria. But um, I love infrastructure chaos plays. So wherever there's chaos in the world, I'm gonna go try to organize it. Because by the time I'm done with it, someone will wanna buy that. Uh, and that's what I'm helping people do. I'm helping people leverage um, the chaos that they see and and build things that can be you know acquired or at least build things that can then help them uh, get the acceleration of what they're doing and so does a 10 million dollar fund will it make a matter hopefully they have that money in play in five years or less versus 10 years because the rate of acceleration that we need to do is actually much 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 more aggressive which actually means there's going to be even more checks and balances on the people running these companies which means more red tape and control which is not going to be attractive but maybe they can mitigate it somehow um and then i think that we um you know we have new support systems you know we have the thing from startups co that that will's doing uh which is the founder support uh system and program that's going really well there um i think there'll be some new events coming i'm working on some new event ideas political stuff happening um i just you know we all need to aim higher Columbus